0: yo what up what up what up this is the lazy philosophers podcast and we're back in the building and guys i just got done watching the rick and morty premiere now this is going to be littered with spoilers um i am going to wax poetic about it because it it was a very intellectually interesting and fascinating episode um first off the entire premise of the episode was when um you Rick and Morty, uh, they leave to go get death crystals. Now, these death crystals show you when you're going to die. And it, it shows that death, your death is not a permanent thing and that it's an ever-changing concept through multiple different things, um, multiple different realities, and it's always changing to the basically the context and the setting that you're caught in. Right? And um, I thought that was really interesting, right? I, I've, o- I've always thought to myself, would I want to know the way I die? I'm actually... If I'm being honest with you guys, I've been really fixated on the concept of death lately. And in part because I have just been... I don't know. It's just been its just been kind of in the background of my mind. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be alive in a year. Um, one of the original podcasts I recorded for this reboot, I talked about... i Earlier this year, I had choked a pi- on a pineapple... And, you know, I, I was able to swallow it, but it was I was home alone. And, you know, I think like, dude, whatever, I just died at that point, you know, and it, there's other ways that people die. That's kind of not really miraculous or anything like that. There, um, there was a Reddit story that I had heard recently. I li- like to listen to Reddit text editors from time to time. And uh, one of the things the guy was talking about was that he had fallen down when he was taking a pee. He had fainted and smashed his head on the ground, and one third of people that happens to die instantly, second third die within 24 hours, and the third group are okay. And he was in that third group, and I was thinking, wow, every time I've taken a pee, I've been, I've been tempting, I've been courting death, you know, and um, because we just count on so many different processes of ours to work. Or another thing, that um, yeah, it, it, it's just like you know that our lungs, you know. What's insane is for most of us and most people listening to this, which is probably not that many, but if this is one of the rare videos that blows up, (laughs) um, most people, their lungs have never stopped working. You know, their lungs have worked almost every moment of their entire lives. And there's asthmatic people and those people do die. But like, I mean, my lungs have not taken any time off since I was born. They haven't taken a second off. They've been working the entire time. And, yeah, so anyway, back to Rick and Morty, was um, that these death crystals, um, you know, show multiple different fates. And then Morty sees a fate where he ends up with his crush. Now, for those of you who don't know, Morty is the nephew. Rick is the father or our grandfather. And um, he, he sees that he ends his life with his crush saying, I love you so much, Morty. and that was, and, and so he starts trying to cast events in a way in which to produce a certain result. And this actually really reminded me of um, this uh, segment in The Alchemist. You know, it's honestly, I've listened to the audiobook many times and I enjoy it. It's a simple book, but it definitely did leave an impact on me. And one of the things it talked about was the concept of fortune telling and how there is actually no benefit in fortune telling. Because if something was destined to be, then it would happen regardless and you will spend your time imprisoned because something bad might happen, or if something good were to happen, you would not be as happy about it when you find out about it because the surprise is no longer there. And so no matter what, it's a net negative. And that isn't exactly the same thing, but Morty keeps trying to shape his actions in order to fit um, a particular path in the future, which I was just like, I was really, um, you know, I think we get so caught up, you know, to to take a step outside the peace I think a lot of times we get so caught up in trying to make our lives fit what we want it to look like that it, it ends up taking us in weird ways. But what was really interesting about it, what was really interesting about this kind of exploration was that he ended up acting really confidently, which kind of told me, wow, what, you know, one of the things that I feel like I have gone in and out of in different segments of my life is living kind of with the energy and the power of feeling very purposeful. And Morty knew that he wanted this particular death, to have his crush at his deathbed say that she loved him and that she's always loved him. And wanting that so badly, it created a kind of um, a, a focused direction on knowing exactly what to do. And now, of course, the crystal kind of gave him prophetic powers, but it also... Like that you know, I think to me it kind of spoke to me as like, oh, where can I get more purpose? Where can I have a concept, an identity that I act with a crystallized volition to kind of make a reality more likely to be? So then, um, as the story progresses, you know there, there is a there, there is a, the, the subplot B with um, with Rick where he keeps getting reincarnated. In other bodies. Other types of bodies. um, Which was interesting. I'm not going to get too deep into that. Because I didn't find it interesting per se. It was just kind of interesting um, jokes. And I thought that it was well crafted humor. That was not to be expected. It was this. its a bunch of misdirections. And I think that. um, Rick's dying. One of the things that I think is interesting about this. Entire show. Is the way. Death almost loses consequence where where death is of most consequence in other shows, right? Death has almost no consequence in the Rick and Morty universe because it's, for those of you who don't know it's a parallel universe reality where there's just um, To a factor of ten the amount of people so there's no real concept of specialness But in that that it also means that really death is not death and everything really kind of loses its purpose or consequence in this and Basically, it's kind of just events happening within the desires of people for no real reason because nothing in fact really matters. And there's kind of a underlying uh, pessimistic nihilism that pervades the entire work um, and the curse of knowledge that um, really, I think, is um, at the, the core of the entire thing. But anyway, um, Morty, at the end of it, he ends up shackling himself to... Uh, this biomatter thing that's i i think gonna bring about the apocalypse or whatever and he's just sitting there getting fed by it and he's finally held on to this future where he's going to end with the girl his crush telling him what he want, like the, his crush basically saying that she loves him and he basically gets that future and then the ricks come in they they kill the bio machine that's there or whatever and, um, and yeah, and then, uh, Morty loses the crystal. So he loses his ability to see the future that he wants or he thinks he wants. Um, and that actually ends up freeing him. And one of the things that was kind of in the backdrop of the episode that I thought was pretty interesting was that you want to be able to live in the present while also thinking about the future. It's just, You have to basically be balancing these two things. And that the idea of knowing the future is, in fact, its own prison. Because if you spend your entire life trying to hold on to a way that you're going to die, you never actually end up living. And, you know, I think that that message was really salient for me and really hit home because I've spent so much of this past year wondering if I'm going to die, wondering if people close to me are going to die. I mean, it's the end of the decade. And a lot of, Friends and family didn't make it a lot of people very close to me didn't make it to the end of this decade And you know at the beginning of this next one. I don't know if I'm gonna make it I don't know if many of the people I love are gonna make it Um, and that Even though I need to keep awareness of that to keep appreciation for life. I think that staying there being obsessed with it kind of can shackle me in a way in which of dealing in a way and kind of never living and what was most interesting about it was that at the end of the episode you find out that what his crush actually wants to be she doesn't actually want to date him what the entire context that he was she kind of would have been brought about was because she wants to be a hospice nurse and she wants to tell people that are on their deathbed with nobody who loves them around i love you very much and um i love you very much morty so i thought that was a very interesting way of kind of like you know a genius kind of thing where it's like you know even if you get what you want, it might not actually be what you think it is. And that we have to be worried about looking at things in the absence of context. And one of the things that I've realized about life, especially when I have postulated about the future or what might be or what might happen, is just that when you meditate upon the future without any kind of form or context about of what will happen, almost always the future speculations are sad. Even the fantasy becomes sterile. But anyway, guys, that's um, all for this episode of the lazy philosopher as always like follow share subscribe and please follow me on instagram because i'm hemorrhaging followers and also yeah check us out on soundcloud it's a better sound quality on soundcloud um youtube compresses um and so it kind of gets rid of some of the um the depth and waviness of my voice but you do get to retain that on soundcloud so you know um follow us there and also i think we have one on spotify i don't know if it's up and running but i've uh, hooked up the rss feed anyway guys god speed and good night